This is Mark. And this is Zach. And you're listening to Thinking Outside, outside the, long. the Long Box. Let's do that again. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Will someone get these vampires a Zoloft? It's Thinking Outside <laughs> the Long Box. Are all vampires gay? <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like that's a thing. Like this was made a long time ago, and I guess I don't really know the. It was made in '94. We're talking about Interview with the Vampire. <clears throat> it's a gothic horror film directed by Neil Jordan. Based Did you say '84, '94. Oh, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> uh, based on Anne Rice's '76 novel by the same name, starring Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Um, it I, I feel like it also stars Christian Slater, Antonio Banderas. Um, but I guess they're and Kristen not. Bell isn't she in uh, the little girl? And Kristen Kristen Durst. Kristen Durst. Sorry, Dunst, Dunst. Yeah. Um, fo- focuses on Lestat and Lewis, beginning with Lewis's transformation Luis. into L- Luis, a vampire by Lestat in 1791. The film chronicles their time together and their turning of ten-year-old Claudia into a vampire. The narrative of, the narrative is framed by a present-day interview in which Luis tells a story to a San Francisco reporter. Louis. They call him in the movie a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's a long time ago. Uh, it has a... How long is this movie? Holy cannoli. Uh, how long is it? Two hours and two minutes. I like this movie, but it felt longer. <laughs> but I've also seen this movie a lot of times. Pressing, so, so, I feel like on t- if you're watching a movie on TV, you're in for two hours, for, for the most part. But I feel like if you're just watching a film like uh, on HBO Max or Netflix or something... Most films, I don't think, crest two hours. I think they're like an hour and a half, hour 45, kind of that's the sweet spot. So two hours does feel long, especially when some of this is just like monologuing. It makes the two-hour film like way fucking longer. 80% of this movie is monologuing. I like this movie. I've seen it a lot, and I think that makes it longer. Because there's nothing hidden about it. It's just like monologue on top of monologue. And I still like it. I would like it more had I not seen it like 10 times. Cause it's... <laughs> so it was made on a budget of $60 million in 94, and it made $223 million at the time, which seems like a massive amount of money for 1990s. Um, it's got a oddly low critic score in the 64 mark. And an eighty-six percent critic score with uh, more than audience score. Audience score with more than two hundred fifty thousand rating. So it's well liked by the audience, not well liked by critics, which is pretty pretty crazy. I think this movie is very, has a lot of like I don't know how you would say it. If it was a person, you're like this person's conceited because like, this movie is like this movie thinks a lot of itself. You can tell well, as it's being made. It does, which which makes me th- which which I would imagine because this feels like an acting marathon. It, 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 it I would imagine that this would be a critics like thing that they would want to see because of that. And it's it's oddly low to me, like sixty four percent. It is, is fucking D minus. And I guarantee you, if they weren't vampires, it would be higher. <laughs> Even though it's Brad Pitt. Critics, I feel like critics knock on almost everything. They Cruise? seem to knock down anything that's not serious. Like, it seems like to me. Like, it can be the greatest. Even the Batman getting 88% on critics, I was surprised by because it's all a Batman movie. Right. But usually it's like, unless, like, I think towards the end of the Marvel, like, second wave, I think critics, for the sake of their job, had to stop doing it. <laughs> 
because the whole world loved those movies, so they couldn't keep bashing them. But when you start out, they're just like, it's not like that good. It's not that good. <laughs> Superheroes are dumb. I've heard critics say like they're not even real movies. They're not. They're not. They're not films. No, I'm well, like that I'm like, comes. That comes from the highest. Like Martin Scorsese, I think said some shit like that. I'm like, how is like, it not it a comes film? From filmmakers. I was like, it's on film <laughs> in a theater. That's like the definition of a film. <laughs> Like when you when you get all high and toy like that, you're like, this is not a film. Well, you know, I'm like, am I wearing shoes? For Scorsese, like he's like a film guy. I don't agree with him. I'm just saying that that's like that's the thing. Like he makes very serious movies. Who and I think it comes from a place where it's like that's like going like a audience. bean burrito's not a food. <laughs> Like just because it's not gourmet, it's still food. But the, but see but see, I I think that what happens is that people like him, they look at a gourmet movie, yeah. and they're like, okay, it made five hundred million dollars, and then they look at an Iron Man movie, and it made six hundred million, and they're like, what the fuck? Like yeah. that's not real. This is real, and how is this making more money than me? It's and because I think of that's people. The bullshit they go through. It's and like I don't understand why it's hard to understand because. So, I'll, I'll take a very good example. American History X, I think. Ugh, it's a tough movie to watch. But I think as far as like when I put it on a, is this a good movie? I don't know if there's a better Marvel movie than that movie. But I can watch Endgame 20 times and I can't watch American no, History X hard to watch. 20 times. I can go to the movie with all of my friends every time they go see it and watch it. That's why it makes $600 million. Right. It's fun. <laughs> like... Watching like a white skinhead curb a black guy is not fun. Or get raped like that. Yeah, it's a hard movie to watch. It's a good movie, but yeah, it's, it's a great, such a hard movie. It's a to great watch. movie. Se- seven is the same with me. To me seven, too. Seven I, is the same. Where it's like, ah, God, I feel just so gross. Seven's like in seven. my top five movies, and I watch it like once every ten years because <laughs> that movie is not. It takes something out of you. <laughs> It takes a little bit of your soul. So I, 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 Tom Cruise. Am I looking at Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt here? Uh, Tom Cruise. I, I thought this might be one of his first movies. Um, like first good movies. Um, he he did The Outsiders in 83, which I forgot about. Uh, Risky Business was also in 83. Um, All the Right Moves was in 83. He did a lot of movies in 83. I was coming out here. Top Gun was in 86. Uh, the Color of Money was in 86. Cocktail was in 88. Rain Man was in 88. He yeah. did a shit ton of fucking movies. Yeah, I was like, he, he was pretty popular movie. before he did this movie. What does Brad Pitt look like? Because you would, th- I, I would imagine that this would be rated critically higher because of who's in it. And that's why I thought, well, maybe if this is his like, first thing that he did. I don't know that Tom Cruise <laughs> has ever been considered like a critically, like, I think he's a good actor, personally. I don't think he's like one of the best actors. But, like, when he's in a role of a movie, like, I believe what he's saying and, like, what he's doing. Right. Like, I'm fine with it. But I don't know if he's ever been, like, considered like that. They just don't like him. I don't know. But I just <laughs> – I never hear, like, the things they say about, like, Heath Ledger or, like, other people. Even, like, Patterson. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about, like, he's one of the greatest actors of our time, of our generation. <laughs> I never heard anybody say that about Tom Cruise. So, 80s, and Some people hate Tom Cruise, so. Brad Pitt starred in – he probably starred in some things before that, but I'm trying to find things that I've heard of. No, I think uh, this is pretty early for Brad Pitt. The Dark Side of the Sun was in 88. Uh, Happy Together, never heard of it. Cutting Class, never heard of it. Cross the Tracks, I never heard of it. He was in Thelma and Louise. Uh, Johnny Suede, I never heard of it. He was in Contact. Yeah, he was in Contact. Is that before this movie? Uh, that was in 92. 
Mm, Contact's a good movie. Cool world, never heard of it. A River Runs Through It, I think is pretty well liked. Yes. Um, when was that movie made? That was made in 92, so two so years So 92, 93, 94 is like pretty early in his so career. He did, he did like maybe two or three really good films before this, but Tom Cruise, it looked like, was just fucking killing it before this. Yeah, Tom Cruise was an 80s guy, I knew that. So I was like, this is his first thing. So, I mean, yeah, to me that's a little surprising. That's weird, especially because it destroyed it in the box office. Um, and it seems to be well liked by the critics. So this is a story of give us a synopsis. It's obviously uh, Christian Slater interviewing this fucking vampire. So Louis is essentially telling his life story to a reporter because he's decided that he's like no longer going to like hide in the shadows. Essentially, right. um, I mean that's basically the synopsis of the story. <laughs> <laughs> then basically the whole movie's a flashback after that of like super emo Louie, but he wants to die and then he gets turned into a vampire and then grows up vampire. I mean like <laughs> this movie has a lot of good things in it, but he's basically just a sad vampire for the whole movie. Like, cause he doesn't want to be a vampire. He wanted to die and became undead and was like, this isn't better. I don't want to kill people. Slowly turns into being fine with killing people. <laughs> See, he wasn't a good vampire for year one and two, is what you're saying. More than and that. <laughs> probably years so one that, through 80. We can give Batman a slide on year one and two, well, is all I'm saying. He was still a good bat. He just didn't eat people. He didn't like killing people, that's all. So, uh, He's a vampire with a soul, technically. Like, in the books, that's kind of like more where it's at. I never read the book. You, you read so, the book? So, yeah. The Anne Rice, or not trilogy, there's more than there's like five of them, I think. But, oh, there's even more now of Vampire Chronicles, because she made like three so other ones. That, but That's an interesting story, too, because I never heard of the full fucking name of this movie. Interview with the Vampire? And that, But it's also, like everything I've ever read is Interview with the Vampire something something vampire chronicles like so they all put the posters that, and shit that i've seen have it now the vampire chronicles is a series of books uh, the interview with the vampire is this book there's like uh devil or like mimnock the devil um there's a stop book i can't remember all their titles but this movie is actually very close to the book minus like little things like um Lestat doesn't really like ever fly or do stuff like that like in the book. He right. he learns how to do that stuff later on in the series. Like he becomes like more vampire-y. And um Louis attacks the reporter at the end of the book. Like Lestat doesn't do that. And then the vamp- the guy gets up and he's dying and he tries to race off and find Lestat maybe so he can get turned into a vampire before he dies. That's how the book ends. So, like but there are very few things that are like different, honestly. Hmm. They're very similar. What do you prefer? I'm see. I'm not that kind of guy that's like the books better than the movie because I feel like books are just different than movies. I like them that both for their kind for their thing that they are. Right. Like it's nice to get a two hour closed version of the book and you get to see all the things that you imagined while reading the book. The book obviously has like smaller nuance or nuanced details. Um, like he hangs out with Antonio Banderas' character for a lot longer in the book. Like they become like kind of like pal arounds for a while. But you don't really need that. Like it's it's kind of filler in the book, but it, it helps you in your imagination while you're reading it. Right. Like it develops the character more, but right. you don't need that so much in the movie. So to me, as long as they're both done well, then I'm fine with them. Do you know what book in the series this is? This is Interview with the Vampire. That's what no, the no, no. But called. I mean, what, uh, like where it falls? Is it I the first book? Is the, the first third book? one? <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't read it since my freshman year in college, but I think it's the first one. Let's look it up here. Or, sorry, freshman year in high school, not college. It is the first one. 
Yeah, I remember it being the so, first So, I mean, one. filler is probably pretty good for a first book when you... I mean, the audience doesn't know, obviously, that there's going to be fucking 15 of them. But the author might know that there's at least going to be four or five or six of them. So, it's it's good to have... There are 15? Uh, there's one, two, I was like, three, I definitely four, not read them all. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So, I think some of these other books are, like, independent chronicles of other vampire sets. Like, I don't... I think she wrote them later. That whole the the Vampire Chronicles encompasses thirteen books. Yeah, and she, she kept got, adding to it. I remember she's that. got two books that encom- that are new tales of the vampires, and then oh, one, damn, two, maybe. three, four, five, six books that encompass lives of the Mayfair witches. So I mean, it's the same yeah. story. Whether it's the same vampire that I don't know, but it's the same story. See, so the Vampire Chronicles. These ones <laughs> were. The ones that I read. So I read every The Vampire, Vampire Let's Talk, Queen of the Damned, Tale of the Body Thief, and then Mimnock the Devil. And I thought at one point that was like the Vampire Chronicles, but I guess there's the Vampire Armand and Merrick. Yeah, there's a lot. There's Blood 13 and gold. of them, Damn. There's more. <laughs> Sounds like you need to get to reading. There's more vampiring. <laughs> so, I mean, that makes sense to me, like you were saying, that there would be a lot more. F- if she imagined that there was going to be three or four books, this is probably the place to do yeah. more sussing out of your character. But like I said, like I don't have like a ton to... like. Because I feel like the the point of this movie is like very straightforward. It's like a life of a vampire, right? Who has been constantly searching for like meaning, even while he was a human, to his life, has <laughs> never found it. <laughs> and you know, do you not think that he found meaning? I mean, because some of this some of this movie has to do with Claudia, the little ten yeah. year old. Do you think that he was trying to find meeting meaning it, from a child, like from the from the kid? For a while, I think he took his meaning. From his relationship with her, but I think that even you can tell, like even in the movie and in the book, even that's not enough after a while because there's no connection. Like, right? Basically, vampires in this world like don't have that same kind of. The only connection in her world, it seems, that vampire has is to use each other to get something from one another. It's there's not like a connection of like friendship or love or right. like you can tell even every vampire is basically trying to use him as a way to connect to that point in time because they're aging out essentially. Like they're becoming irrelevant, or they can't live in the world anymore because they're from they're too old, which is kind of an interesting Doesn't thing. Doesn't that fucking suck? Like you get eternal yeah. life as a vampire, but you still fucking age. Uh, mentally, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, but you think it would be kind of accurate? Like, it would be really hard. I think for I, I think you can kind because you look at like old people, like they don't transition well today. Like you go to like an eighty year old person's house, they're probably a little bit racist. They're probably a little <laughs> bit politically incorrect. <laughs> Like, they haven't aged well, and they, they typically don't know how to use the technology, right. and then, like, put a thousand years on that, and it's just like, they're still walking like an Egyptian, you know, like, I can't figure this <laughs> stuff out. So, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I can see how that would be a problem. I mean, I would think you would get somewhat good at it, but that's kind of the point of, like, Louis' character is that he has the, his soul still, which still kind of connects him all the time. Right. Huh. That's so, it's so weird to think about. You get turned into a vampire, and you don't hold the same... I mean, you're dead, but you you would think that you would... I mean, your brain is still intact. You would think that you would still hold the same characteristics that you did while you were human, just with a, a fucking, un, obviously, an undying need to, to feed on humans. <laughs> I mean, some of it has to go out the window, because all of a sudden, like, you're killing people, and you're okay right, with it. Right, right. And I mean, from you, we can you see have from, to be okay with it. You, you have to live still die, dead. But as you can see from the other vampires, though, most of them just have no issue with it immediately. Right. Like, the little girl's like, I'm a little girl. My mom's dead. Like, I will eat people now. <laughs> like, it's, like, instantaneous. So there's some kind of, like, evil rooted in there. Huh. 
That's interesting to think about. And all of them except for Louie. Is it evil when you have to do something to survive? Uh, I Is still... that technically evil? I mean, evil's all contrived anyway. It's it's all just dependent upon the civilization that you're in. Like, Aztecs used to murder people, and they thought it was, like, good to get murdered. Right. You know what but I that's, mean? That's different in the sense that you, that's, you don't have to do that. Like, uh, they thought maybe they did, but you don't have to do that to survive. Whereas a being like this has to do what he has to do. In See, but he doesn't, because he could live on rats and poodles. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. I guess you're right. And uh, towards the end of the, the book, he's like, he's not doing that anymore. I guess he could blade it and just get fucking... I mean, he has a serum, but I, I, in some of the movies, they just have... Bl- those vampires just have blood come in. Yeah. They don't eat anybody. And so, like, I don't know if it's evil still. It's all based on, like, your mentality, I guess. Right. What's evil to you? Obviously, it's evil to the person being eaten. <laughs> they probably don't dig it. You don't think? I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, this is a tough movie to talk about. Because there's not a ton of substance to talk about. And there is, like, and to my opinion, there's a ton of substance, but it's all just like, it is one thing is happening. Like, right. he is telling his life story. Right. This is like his autobiography via reporter. <laughs> Christian Slater got a, a little ham fisted at the beginning when he sees his face, like when he turns on the light. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm a vampire. And he's like, You're fucking crazy. Like, what are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? He got a little over the top there. I don't think Christian Slater's ever been. I like Christian Slater, but I don't yeah. think he's ever been like the best actor. No, to me, he's no. like a. <laughs> He's like a Tom Cruise actor to me, too, but he's not as much of a good actor as Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't know if you know what – I don't know if Christian Slater has been doing anything lately. I don't remember the last Actually, thing I don't know that I would say he's anywhere near as good as Tom Cruise, in my opinion. I don't know why Tom Cruise don't get the respect he deserves. I feel like he deserves a little bit more. I, I like Tom Cruise. I like the – He has a couple movies in that I think he's been, like, great in. But I think it's just because he's been in so many movies like Days of Thunder where it's just like a <laughs> Uh 17, The Summit, I never heard of it. Uh, Mune, the Guardian of the Moon. I never heard of that. The Wife, never heard of it. The Public, never heard of it. Suicide Squad, Hell to Play. He was in an animated version of the Suicide Squad, I guess. And then 2020, he was in We Can Be Heroes. It looks like a kids movie. Uh, I did a lot more TV, I guess. Scooby Doo, Doctor Death, Lego Star Wars, Inside Job, The Boys. He has like one of those iconic voices. He's done a shit ton of stage acting too. Huh? Yeah. I mean. Slaters it up. This is a this is probably a B for me as well. I mean, it's not. It's a high B for me. Yeah, it's not. Because the first time I watched it, I really loved it. Like I said, it's just one of those movies that's not very rewatchable all the time. It's not because it's not. There's not like a fucking mystery. You're not solving something. Nothing's. Re- He's just telling a story about his life, and that's that's all the movie is. Yeah. And so it's just. It's not that exciting for it being so long. <laughs> The cool retelling of a vampire story. There's nothing. There's no. There's no real plot. It's just the interview with. That's exactly what it is. Interview with this vampire. That's all it is. All right. I think my opinion. I would love to see this movie redone with two amazing actors and just like a room and a monologue. Like you don't have to flash back to me. You don't have to show me the stuff. I just want to see two people talking to each other that are like for two hours that are amazing at acting. <laughs> I've seen those movies that you think they're bad. They're not bad if they're done right. That's a lot of monologuing. I'm mean, right that was, what was that fucking movie with the trial we watched? Uh, the 12 Angry Men? 12 Angry Men. That's essentially what that That's movie That's what that was. is, and it's good. <laughs> it was good. It's still good. I think it's black and white. <laughs> and it's about being black or white. <laughs> it was very on the point. On the nose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, 
It's a movie that I think we would both recommend to people that they should go watch. If, if they've if never, somehow, seen it, they've never seen it, I think you're going to like it yeah. a lot. I think it degrades itself because, like you said, like it's just his life story, and it's not – it's like anybody else's life story. Right. Like it's not – I mean he's just a normal vampire. Right. He's not like super badass, most awesome warrior <laughs> vampire. He's not like wizardy vampire. He's not Dracula. <laughs> just a dude living. Right, and so there's ups and downs in his yeah. life. But there's no – this movie is not that. It's not – he's not finding a cure for himself. He's not trying to get get a gang of vampires together. It's literally just a retelling of wh- where he's at to from where he was. And that's all it is. It's a cool story that you should go see. You should go watch it if you haven't. But that's what you should expect going into it is it's, it's essentially monologuing the movie. Yeah. It's narrating. Na- okay. Narrating. But yeah. So I, I go check it out. Uh, Tom Cruise, Bad Pitt, Br- uh, Brad Pitt, 1994 interview Pre- with the vampire. I'm surprised they didn't make any more with with 17 other oh, they did. books. They made Queen of the Damned. They uh, it is was that is was so terrible. I I I kind of I heard the when you read the book. I didn't know if that was the because she was a rapper. I think right. Who, it was Aaliyah. Uh, Aaliyah. I think yeah. Know. That was this. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. It's not good. No. <laughs> Queen of the Damned is not a good film. Go check out that movie too. Maybe not uh, the devil would be a sweet book. That's a sweet. That's one of the sweetest books in there. I think. But but check us out tototlb.com, facebook.com slash thinking outside the long box, outside long box on Twitter and Instagram, um, patreon.com slash tototlb, uh, youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box. Uh, that's where you can find us. Google us. You'll find us everywhere there too as well. Um, but until next time, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle, and we will see you guys later. Bye. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!